Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now He was at a party where some group sex happened. the class of 03 i am your co-host crooks joining me this week and every week he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish the class of 04's own big hern david oscar hernandez what up dave not much man big mug of beer ready to talk about a pretty serious movie we're gonna give this a try let's see what happens i venture to say the most serious movie that we've covered so far i think this is more serious than remember the titans there was comedy in that yeah (laughs) a little little bit 
this seems to be a new level for us. Uh, also, joining us in the class of 03, she is one half of our very own Texas two-step, the one and only big sis, Megan Mills. What up, Megan? Hey, guys. Um, so I just got back from Kansas City looking for, looking for apartments, and I'm wondering, can I still be called one half of the Texas two-step? I don't know. I've had this thought many a time, and uh, mm. if not, we got to come up with something else for both of you. <laughs> so, ooh, I don't want to do that. Uh, in the meanwhile, though, you <laughs> step this podcast chief dance and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Not much. Can I be it? Like our lone ranger? Is that like our lone star? Hey, sure. Texas. Te- Texas has so many. I mean. <laughs> Something show me state related for Megan, I think, is all we can really do there. Something about the arch. Show me the money. St. Louis. So we need sponsors. Um, Dave, this was your pick. What movie are we talking about? Where can we see it? And what is it about? Going all the way back to 1992, I selected selected School Ties. Uh, You can stream it on Amazon Prime. This is a new streaming service I, I had been in contact with. Paramount Plus. Brand new. It's apparently on there. You oh, can check yeah. It out. It's yeah, not, not All that. Access rebranded. Is yes. that what it is? But yes. it also has all the old Nickelodeon stuff on there. I want to watch all that from start to finish, but like, I'm not paying for Paramount Plus. So I might pay for a month and see where that takes me. I'll we'll borrow your password. iTunes, YouTube. We don't do that. We don't share do. passwords. We would not. It's, it's we never would. No, no. One, one person, one password. Obviously. Um, and yeah, if you want to pay iTunes, YouTube, ViewDo, Google Play. And uh, synopsis from Rotten Tomatoes. When David Green receives a football scholarship to a prestigious prep school in the 1950s, he feels pressure to hide the fact that he is Jewish from his classmates and teachers, fearing that they may be anti-Semitic. He quickly becomes the big man on campus thanks to his football skills. But when his Jewish background is discovered, his worst fears are realized and his friends turn on him with violent threats and public ridicule. He fears they may be anti-Semitic, huh? Maybe from that, maybe. rampant anti-Semitic, anti-Semitism the moment he shows up? Yep, the very first night. Yep. That's a very, right, yes. Right yeah. 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 The fact wow. he went to like WASP headquarters. Yeah. My, that might my, be. my fears confirmed within seconds. Yeah. 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 It's funny because um, I listened to a podcast called 420 Day Fiance. It's a it's a 90 day fiance podcast where they're very high the whole time. And uh, one of the hosts, I, I assume her husband went to Yale because she talks about like going to visit Yale with him and him not realizing that he basically went to Hogwarts. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, I see why you're so out of touch. Like, yeah. This is where you're incubated. I see why you don't get what the real world is like, because look at, I mean, there's like, you have a gallery of Renaissance fine art, just like a block mm-hmm. from your dorm. So mm-hmm. I get why you're weird. And that's where the skulls are. The secretest yes. of secret societies. Well, not as secret as Megan's. Oh, uh, yeah. We do know more about the skulls. Than, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I knew for a long time and didn't know. Yeah. Episode two, everybody. It's or way it back is? there. It's like two or three. Listen to the Whatever. skulls episode. We learned that Megan was in a secret society and I had been living a lie for 20 years. Mm. Um, while we're on the topic, Megan, do you want to give us a rundown of who's in this movie? Yeah, y'all hold on to your cowboy hats for this one because there is a star-studded cast. Truly. Um, yeah, some 
some fame, basically anyone who's ever been famous, um, you know, in this time period <laughs> is in this movie. Uh, Brendan, you have Brendan Fraser who plays David Green. Matt Damon plays Charlie Dillon. Chris O'Connell plays Chris Reese. I kind of forgot about him for a while. I, I barely recognized him. Like I saw him in yeah. IMDb and I'm like, when is he showing up? Because I don't see him at all in this movie. I'm like, oh God, that is him. He looks well, so weird. This was just before his big uh, breakout film. Yeah. Set of mm-hmm. Woman? Hoo-ah! Hoo-ah! Yeah. Hoo-ah! Yeah, this is before that. Okay. Anyway. Um, anyway, Randall Bat. Batkenhoff, which I actually had to look up, but um, he's actually fairly famous. He plays Rip Van Kelt. And by the way, these names of these individuals, um, phenomenal. They're all 50s Uh, cliches. There's one actor's name that I'm begging you to get to. It's going to be hilarious. Oh, I'm scared. I almost took it out. (laughs) We have Andrew Lowry plays Mac McGivern. Welcome back, Andrew. We missed you. (laughs) Yes. Andrew's back. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, not not your boyfriend or whatever it was called. Uh-huh. Is that what That's it is? It. Your boyfriend's back? That's it. Okay. Same year, I think. Um, Cole, Cole Hauser plays Jack Connors. A baby Ben Affleck plays Chesty Smith. Yes, Chesty I said it. Smith. Chesty Smith. Um, Anthony Rapp, another return, uh, plays Richard McGoo Collins. Yeah, it's McGoo, but his it's Magoo, like Mr. Magoo. Goo. Blind as shit. It's not Mr. McGoo. So uh, I don't know. They called him McGoo. In the subtitles, it is McGoo because yes. I was watching it with subtitles on. Today. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, Amy Locaine plays Sally Wheeler, the only female in this movie, basically. Yeah. Um, Peter Peter Donut plays Headmaster Doctor Bartram. He's a big time star. He, he's been in movies since like the thirties. Mm-hmm. That was wild. Yeah. And here's everyone's favorite. Um, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, Zeljiko Ivanic? Yeah. Maybe. I have no idea. Perfect. <laughs> Fuck maybe. Zeljiko like, Ivanic. Might as well. That's fucking awesome. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Plays Mr. Cleary. Uh, Kevin Ty plays Coach McDevitt. Michael Higgins plays, I don't know, Mr. G. Um, and Ed Lauder plays Alan Green, who I just, I love him. Yeah. So yeah, He's, he's good. This cast is very, very good. Um, like top to bottom, there's not like an actor in this cast who I'm like, oh, they can't act. You know, they they didn't get. Oh God, who was that dude? Uh, Darius Miles isn't in this. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> you are correct. If, if he Darius if he Miles was, in, yeah. nobody would even care that there was a Jewish kid on the team. <laughs> like uh. if he showed <laughs> up. <laughs> um, um, I don't know if y'all are familiar. Just for Mr. Rip Van Kelt. I was like, why do I know this guy? And I was like, really obsessed with odd movies as a kid. And there's this movie like For Keeps with Mr. Van Kelt and Molly Ringwald. Oh. Where Mm. she gets pregnant and there's like night school thing. But his name is like Stan Babouche. And I just like, oh, it's so (laughs) sushi. And Babouche. Stan Babouche. Oh, God. Rip Van Kelt, Stan Babush. I, I need to look up yeah. the rest of his credits and see if there's all just like absurd names everywhere. It's so good. But yeah, he was in, he got Molly Ringwald pregnant in the 80s. Well, and yeah. like obviously in a movie, but anyway, that's. All right. All right. My let's, uh, let's Stan. the horn here and uh, give some memories that we have of this movie from before the pod. Uh, Dana, we'll start with you. What do you got? Um, I used to like. 
I think I said this at the end of the last episode. I used to watch this movie a lot as a kid. I think it was just yeah. like on HBO. Like it was just available. So mm-hmm. I watched it all the time and I, it makes no sense. I was like nine when it came out. Um, but I think I was like, these men are handsome and I enjoy watching this film. So I watched That is true. This movie is full of some, I, I, my notes, the first thing I wrote down was like, man, young Brendan Fraser, she was a looker. Like he was, mm-hmm. these men are all very handsome except for like one. Yeah, yeah and then you, you do a before and after now. But he's like, he's 50. He's earned yeah. it. I mean, he was George of the Jungle. He was in Sino Man. He got in his roles where he was like hot and shirtless. Yeah, I've been watching him on Doom Patrol where I think he really just provides a voice. And it's, but yeah, my second note was Brendan Fraser was so handsome. He really Man. was. He was a great yeah. looking dude back in the day. Um, big sis, memories of this one for you? So I, I was like, oh, this is a new one for me. Never seen it. <laughs> Log into my Netflix. Um, and it was like, hey, do you want to watch this again? And I'm like, hmm. So not only <laughs> have I seen it, but I've seen it in re- fairly recent if Netflix is saying, do you want to watch it again? Oh, um, boy. oh, boy. But I think when I started watching it again, I think um, it was like I was maybe watching – a bunch of Ben Affleck and Matt Damon movies or something. And then they were like suggested this. And so I was like, yeah. Oh, I've never heard of this. Anyway. That makes sense. But I see how the algorithm get you. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dave, how about you? I remember seeing the preview because there was always that scene in, in the rain when Brendan Fraser starts screaming yeah. at everybody. Yeah. And that's pretty iconic. When I saw it, I don't remember. I know that I did, but uh, yeah, I just picked it. Why not? Give it a shot. Okay. All right. Um, so I know for a fact that I saw some of this movie as a kid, probably on HBO like Dana. Um, I remember that because I remember watching the movie, wondering where all the fun black people were. And that's when I realized I was thinking of School Days, a Spike Lee HBCU movie, not yeah. School Ties, the very serious anti-Semitism film. Oh, it's a very but common. I was, yeah, I was, I was like 20 minutes in and I'm like, where the fuck is Daddy Longstroke? Like, what, what is this part of this movie? I don't remember this at all. So yeah, Big Brother Almighty did not show up. And I was, I was very disturbed by the lack of those characters in this movie. But I don't think I've ever seen them again since then. I must have been like 11. <laughs> I was like, fuck this. But, but, but you got to see Rip and Chesty, though. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Rip that's and Chesty. Good. Not the same. Um... Let's see here. Uh, Dana, uh, watching this again as an adult, did it make the grade for you or should they have held this back? Um, I get what they were doing. Um, there are definitely parts of it I was like, oh, this is longer than I thought. Or I don't remember this happening. <laughs> like, unnecessary. Just, yeah, like whole swaths of it. I'm like, are we doing football? Are we doing anti... Like there's a lot. We're doing school now. On our, right. There's a lot happening. But overall, like, you know, for the time, for like 92, I think they did an okay job. So yeah, it, it, it makes the grade. There's no like, nothing hard, like, it's about racism. It's still very, you know, topical today. So uh-huh. sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. Uh, big sis, how about you? Um, hmm. mm. I think like if the movie was shorter, for sure. Like, mm. there's just a lot of points where I was involved and then I was like, okay, I'm bored. Um, so I, I mean, I'd, I'll say give it like a C minus because the acting was good. Um, like not like all of the, even like 
the fact that some of them, this is their first movie, all the younger guys like were very, you know, it was like very clear that they had the camaraderie in the set and they like played off of each other and they had some great actors um, who were older who kind of like really rounded out the cast. Um, and the story was interesting. It, it just like maybe could have been produced a little bit better. Better editing to take out some of the unnecessary right. stuff, I think, is, is pretty much dead on. Dave, how about you? Uh, I liked it. I uh, huh. don't think I'll watch it again. Um, <laughs> no. But uh, no, it's, it's, uh, there's, there's, a, I don't know if it's like a micro genre of like prep school coming of age yeah sort, sort, sort of things. And most of the movies are good that try to do that. And uh, well, not outside Providence. No, well, hey. they tried. They, hey. they tried their best. <laughs> I had um, to. Brendan Fraser playing this, he's, he's kind of a cocky, confident guy. Um, Matt Damon being a fucking dick. And oh. uh, Anthony Rapp just being a real piece of shit. These, piece of there were some really, there were some, some people were acting their asses off. So this is a good audition tape for all these guys. So mm-hmm. it was obviously not fun subject matter, but it was good acting and overall pretty entertaining but yeah it did it was kind of slow in parts but overall liked it yeah that's about where i'm at like yeah this is a really good movie um it's very serious it's really well acted i think uh there are some really impressive performances particularly brendan fraser but also like you said i mean the third act uh you know there are some some legit villain work from you know matt damon and, and you know anthony rapp it's like they're 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 being villains, but they're not being like cartoon villains. They're like, Oh, you're a horrible person. Like you're, yeah. you're just a, you're a bad person who comes from like a family of probably pretty shitty people. Like you don't know that you're awful, but you are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My only thing is I don't think this counts as a teen movie. <laughs> like it's a movie about teenagers, but like, it's not, I mean, it's, it's what I said, remember the Titans. Remember the Titans is a movie. That's- about teenagers. It's not a teen movie. Yeah, that's. I was like wondering. I was trying to think about like how many movies have we have we've done that technically they were in high school and they came out in this time frame, but it was like set back in time. Only a couple, and I don't think there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I mean, very like Friday Night Lights. Like I felt yes. more like it was dealing with adult themes. Yeah, yeah. In a teen setting, I guess it's it's like uh you know um. Stand by Me is not a children's movie. It's a movie about children. <laughs> That's not a children's movie. I'm going to see a dead body. You want to see a dead body? Yeah. Oh, I always get Stand by Me and Lean on Me confused. I was about to say we haven't done Lean Could on Me yet. Couldn't be more done. different, but we'll get to it. That's we'll gonna probably be... do both of it. Julie. Yeah, probably. If we're Honestly, around, it's like enough. the same thing happened when I was a Mr. kid. Mr. Clock, was... Mr. Clock, help me. Yeah, I was like, why? Where, why is it work, working for you in this movie? They call me the Batman. Children. Yeah, it, yeah. We'll we'll get around to hopefully both of those. At least one, I think. Oh. Lean oh, on me. Stand and deliver. Happened. Throw that in there. For oh the God. Oh, yeah. uh, What's calculus? <laughs> Love that movie. We are, can we do that one too? We're off the fucking rails here. Um, yeah, we're just having fun. We're trying. Okay. Do we have any fun facts here before we um, jump into this movie? You know who wrote this? Mm-hmm. Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf. He was only two two years into the first, the original Law and Order, and he was still writing movies. And he wrote that is this. insane. This is, this is about his, uh, his own experiences at prep school. He went to Phillips, Andover. 
Academy. Okay. So I'm sure he met a lot of folks like this. I, all so. of them. Um, it's, it's fun to go back and watch the early, early seasons of the original Law & Order because yeah. the, number one, it's just weird like watching them solve crimes with like a rotary phone and no internet yeah. and like no DNA. <laughs> That's always fun. But I forget the name of the black detective with like a very like sharp flat top. Um, it's, oh, you know, he, was, he, he was a lawyer. Was he a lawyer? Yeah, I guess a lawyer. it would have been a lawyer. Yeah. You don't see work, a work lot ben of Stone. Yeah, you don't see a That's lot nice. of like professional people from the time rocking a flat top in movies and TV shows. This is a man you do not want to mess with. He's very accomplished just with the sharpest fucking flat top. Yeah. Nice look. I was watching uh, House Party with Kid and Play this oh, week. <laughs> well, his is it's not it's not a tall flat top. It's not a, a foot. My brother had that haircut, by the way, guys. Um, and eight, <laughs> my brother had a flat top that must have been eight inches tall. Like he had a big in, in nineteen ninety eight. He was he was new. We we moved to Naperville that year, and he found a way to make himself stand out. And he became that real popular new kid as a result of it. Like he was king shit of fuck mountain of Gregory Middle School because of that big old flat top. He did it. I did not. I fucked that way up. Um, Interesting. Any derailed us? No, I got. uh, I have something about Ebert and Siskel. They both both commented about this movie. Roger Ebert gave it three, three out of four stars. Called it surprisingly effective. That was really the only poll. The, the, no, I don't the know rest what that means. The rest yep. of it was him telling a story about a friend. It's like, well, if you're going to tell a joke, it better not just be a regular ethnic joke. It, you better oh, be able oh. to put like any sort of thing in there and oh, it'll be funny no matter who you're talking about. It, it was a weird story. And, and then it gets to, it's an effective movie. I'm like, okay, okay, cool. Um, if you're going to tell and, a uh, racist joke, wrap it up in the aristocrats. That part, <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's see. Uh, and Gene, Gene said, yeah, during during the TV show, he was talking about his own experiences with uh, anti-Semitic prejudice uh, during while he was in prep school too. He was handed a piece of toast with jam that was in the shape of a swastika. Oh come by classmates. on! Um, and he said uh, be, because he did, he'd experienced stuff like that, the movie had a pretty high bar to clear to be worth anything to him. He said, "Yeah, I'm pleased. I like yeah, this. This nailed it. Got about right. Yeah. So yeah." You know, Okay. Um, I have some lighter hearted trivia. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Sure. All right. Um, so as we mentioned earlier, this is kind of like the big break for a lot of these kind of young actors. And, but for, they were, had a really hard time actually finding um, Brendan Fraser's role. Um, they interviewed a ton of, or they auditioned a ton of people, including Noah Weil or Wiley. 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 Shit. Um, okay. You got earlier. Hard ton of er as i did i just didn't know how to say his name um kyle chandler and matthew perry all auditioned for this particular um for brendan fraser's role and they just and then brendan fraser actually had never been in a movie and i i don't remember how they stumbled upon him but they just felt like because he was a little taller he just like had a little bit more of like um i don't know like a like a humbling presence i guess they they Mm. just thought it was one um and then while they're shooting for school ties, I think we, we mentioned this a little bit earlier, they all went out to sh- uh, try out for Son of a Woman. So they oh. basically got on a bus to d- together. And Let's then, all go fight for this role. Hmm? Yeah, and he said Matt read, uh, Matt Damon read for it, but obviously uh, Chris got it, so. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. 
oh, right. a different timeline. If because I yeah. think also Chris was originally reading for the Matt Damon role, but he felt more comfortable being like nicer. Yeah. Like I think you know I think Matt did a good job with that. I was like, oh, you don't want to be the asshole racist kid, <laughs> the second most racist person in the cast. Somehow yeah, but worst. I was reading an article about it, and they were, and he was saying like maybe. I should have done that. He was just like kind of scared at the time because um, he yeah. just hadn't had much experience. But I'm actually wondering, I didn't look this up, but I'm wondering if anyone knows if this is Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's first movie together. Probably. Probably. But yeah, they should grow up in probably. like Boston together though. So yeah, they, yeah. I mean, they, they knew each other. Um, but this feels, I mean, 92 is early. So I don't, and I mean, Matt Damon looks like a fetus. Okay, here we go. Very young. Um, wait, young. when was it? When was this movie? Ninety-two. Oh, they say good. The internet say Goodwill. Uh, good. Field of Dreams. Be- they were in Field of oh, Dreams. They were probably extras at, at the Red Sox game or something like Could that. Be. I don't remember seeing them. Hey, Dave, we yeah. can go there when you visit. We can drive out to the Field of Dreams if you want. How far away I is that? <laughs> Come on, I want to go. Hour and a half. Oh, that's, okay. that's too far. That's too far. Yeah, too far. <laughs> so technically, um, let's see. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck both appear in this movie. They are extras in the Fenway Park scene. Oh, get out yep. of here. That's what I figured. All right. All right. But this could be their real, their real debut. I don't this know. This feels like, I mean, because Ben Affleck is barely in it. Like he's he's, yeah. he's standing in a lot of scenes, but he has very few lines. He he does have a facial expression that I caught, and I was like chuckling. <laughs> but other than that, he's like not. He's he was not mean like mugging. Yeah. Yeah. He, he makes some choices. There's like I think it's is it in. We're getting ahead of ourselves, but there's just like one moment where like someone's reciting French, and Ben Affleck is like falling asleep at his desk. Is the <laughs> yeah. facial? I was yeah. like. Good background work, Benjamin. Yeah. I'm, like... I'm getting in this fucking movie. I'm <laughs> <my> <laughs> <shit> <laughs> <in>. <laughs> well, well I, I can't, let's let's Nork and I. Let's wait here, Dave. Where do you want to get going on this recap? Where it all begins, of course, Scranton, Pennsylvania, where there's yeah. all the pollution. Joe Biden's <laughs> there too. Joe I know, but yes, but yes. You just see gray smokestacks, and everything is gray and dark and. Before he goes to the school, everything's just kind of that way. Everything's a little tougher and rougher, and it just gets greener and better as he heads mm. to the school. Um, Scranton is exactly the way that Joe Biden says it is. Like yeah. the first shot is four smokestacks, just like spewing climate change up into the atmosphere. Everything's gray. Yeah, it's all hard scrabble. Um, I was going to start saying Allentown, but that's very far away from Scranton. Everyone dressed. Living near in Allentown. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, also, they didn't know it was climate change back then. No, so they had bad. no idea. They were just black smoke in general. Um, yeah. My, my notes say the second too. scene takes place in quote some kind of factory question mark. Like a, I, a coal. I just. Coal mine? I just said it was. No, I just said it was a paper factory, Dunder Mifflin paper. <laughs> I mean, Graham, my right. my grandfather worked, and my dad, growing up, worked in a paper mill outside of Allentown. See, so it's like a thing people did in rural it's, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that was yeah. a real thing. They smell bad. The mm. pulp um, smells smells like farts. Yeah. yeah. But before that, we were just wearing <laughs> nothing but white t-shirts. It was just a greaser film. And, and I figured that out because uh, you saw on the marquee of the movie theater was Rebel Without a Cause. 
Well, they lingered on that shot for 40 seconds. <laughs> it came out in October 1955. So I was like 55, 56, then James Dean dies. Maybe they re-released it for the next school year or whatever, but they're all dressed like he was with the white T-shirt. Well, I have, I did some research here. Uncharacteristic. I, it's not even a fun fact. It's like a, a blooper, I guess. Um, oh. Okay. So, so Dave pointed out Rebel Without a Cause was October 55. Um, they make a big point early on in this movie about Rosh Hashanah. Uh, which in 1955 and 56, and I think every year is in September. So like, so yeah, so I don't, I mean, it's New Year's. So like, I, it has to be the same time every year. So like- They must've re-released it in 56. But they, they or could, not. Or not. I mean, or, I don't know. These were just out forever. I feel that's like that's true. Jurassic they made Park like one movie a year. Yeah. Yeah, like just, <laughs> yeah, that's a point. Come see this one movie for a year. That's all we got. There are like six actors back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch it again. Let's see. What, maybe it'll be different this time. Um, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, so uh, David's driving in his car, um, gets to the diner where all of his friends are hanging out, and uh, you, you meet all of his friends, like I said, all dressed the same. Mm-hmm. And they are uh, they encounter another group of street toughs who are bikers who are wearing that kind of... Uh, who was that? Uh, that Marlon Brando. Uh, yeah. I, for, I forgot the name of that movie. The one where he's dressed like like, like the biker. They're hell all dressed like the, the, the hell Satan. <laughs> the, they're all dressed like that versus all the greasers and they get into a fight. And you get the impression David's not going to take shit from anybody. He's not just going to be, he's not going to back down, even though he has a lot to lose. He has this big scholarship and everything. And if he gets into a fight, who knows what happens? Maybe he doesn't get to go. But uh, they get into it. And... Well, you know. uh, I, I think that Brando movie is the wild ones. The I don't know if it's accurate or not. Or the wild one or the wild. Something, something my trivia wild. team comes back in two weeks, guys. I'm fucking ready. Um, get, get work. Get to work. Yeah. yeah but I, when I, when I, when this movie opened up, I'm like, this is the movie I want. Like I wanted, you know, ruffians and rapscallions having like, you know, a rumble in the alley. This is the movie I want. Just a bunch of dudes and matching white tees defending this diner from a bunch of other dudes in leather jackets like this is the movie i was excited for and we got one minute up we yeah. can watch outsiders that can still happen yeah we can well and I, also this might be another case where like it if it would have been a musical it would have been a little bit better mm-hmm. some some sharks and jets bullshit yeah again we can watch those other films let's not you know school time but i want brendan fraser in them <sighs> There's a lot of good young, act, like good-looking gentlemen in The Outsiders. I used to watch that as a child. There as well. are, there are. My yeah. C. Thomas Howe crush really starts well, from Outsiders. Well, soul man. Anywho, this yeah, film. yeah. David gets roughed up a little bit, but I think he got the better of it because he was kicking this other guy. He was kicking he the shit the out, of out of him. Like <laughs> he beat um, the hell out of him. And uh, yeah, he goes picks up his dad, and his dad's going to take him to the train, and they kind of have a heart-to-heart talk and all that. And he's kind of like, "You have a choice. You can either." keep this chip on your shoulder and fight everybody or you can try to fit in. And that ultimately becomes a choice that he makes throughout the rest of the movie. Um, and he gets on the bus and he heads to St. Matthew's school for boys. That's how you have to say it. St. Matthew's. Matthews It's it's one of those campuses where you drive by and you're like, that's, that's a college. That's, that's definitely, that couldn't possibly be a high school for, Boys, no way. 
not, uh, not yeah, a I chance. I want to interject. Are we sure it's only a high school? There were some very young looking children when they had like that scene of them at mass. <laughs> they were oh, like okay. third like graders. Like six, six through 12? I'd say, yeah, I'd say yeah. Like six through 12. There were li- like young looking kids at that, at that mass. Hmm. I also, there's a running gag with my wife, who's a middle school teacher that I have no idea. My wife. Ages, well, yes. I can't, I can't accurately assign ages to kids. I'm like, mm, is he six? And she's like, no, he's 14. I'm like, oh, he's 30, right? No, he's four. Like, I can't, I can't tell what a, what a young person looks like anymore, having not been around them for a long time. It's also like, I think some of them could be like the faculty kids and could it be. might be like a thing where like mass is open up to like the whole time. The community Thinking at large. I just call it mm-hmm. mass. What what denomination is this school? This has to be a Catholic school, right? I think it has this, to be Catholic. Um, you know what? You know what? Know. Maybe not. I didn't see it's any Some kind of Methodist, Episcopalian kind yeah. of Protestant. I, well, I don't the, think Catholic. I'm, a, I don't Pis- think Catholic. I'm a Episcopalian, and I didn't recognize. I didn't see a single priest well, but, teaching a class. But Episcopalian is Catholic light, so they're very similar with oh, our services. Right. I, yeah, I didn't see... I don't think I saw altar boys. I don't think I saw, you know, anybody in fancy vestments. Um, they did the, the Our Father, but everyone does that. So, like, I don't – this might have been just, like, well, not Lutheran because they're not part of South. Yeah. So, we so, think it's just, like, we're, we're going Christian. We're going to keep yes. it – Yeah. We're not Christian, like, non-denominational. Emphasis, Christian. <laughs> okay. Christians here. We are. Like we said, that Lehigh I used to go to church on Sundays because it was like a cool like oh what's everybody doing we would go to church and then we'd go like drink a bunch of beers and it was very much just like Christian and I was like all right what's everyone so, hey that, that sounds like my kind of church sounds yeah. like my kind of church <laughs> forty five minutes is great yeah two presidents went to St Matthew's so it's got to be good right that right. sounds yeah um, pipeline to Princeton as Dan said pipeline to Princeton you want to go to Harvard you can go to Harvard yeah let's let's figure this out just do your best. Um, and the coach kind of talks to him like his dad does. He asks him about, uh, is there anything you can't eat? Because Are you kosher? I, I think that was a kosher question oh, without yeah. saying that. Yeah. Um, Do you have any diet problems? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I did not get I didn't yeah. even get that. Oh, like yeah. He's like, you like keep kosher? Either. Yeah, gross. <laughs> I get that. He um, said it with, without saying it because he's, he's kind of, without saying it, he's like, it could be a problem. Yeah, people yeah. might. We, we want to. You gotta start. You know, eating leavened bread. Is this people... where I like wrap my mom out? When so, uh, listeners, I don't know if I've ever talked about it, but maybe you've seen our pictures. I am biracial. <laughs> my mom is white, and she would always like try to figure out what ethnicity the girls my brothers were dating. So she'd always ask, oh. like, "Are they blondes?" <laughs> <laughs> As if black people can have blonde hair. She's salon but anyway that was That's her. very clever is she blonde yeah oh man that's uh do you have any dietary problems <laughs> yeah <laughs> just be 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 careful what you tell people everyone's gonna be real curious about you no one ever comes in just for senior year so just right. play it close to the vest and uh try your best not to you know I guess listen too much stuff. Yeah. I'm not gonna say don't let anybody know you're a Jew, but like don't let anybody know you're a Jew. Capish. Capish. Yeah, he he meets his new roommate, meets some of his dorm mates, and uh yeah, they're just as curious as you would think. Matt Damon's like, Well, looks like uh 
looks like they're getting what, what they pay for with their big players and he's kind of being a dick saying saying all asking all those questions and stuff Pat Damon, you're five foot six you're not going to be a quarterback knock it off it, exactly no him <laughs> brandon frazier and uh rip are like taller taller than the rest of the guys by a good six inches rip has to be um, a tight end with that height tight end but he was he was a wide mean, receiver that, with the one bar across for the face mask yeah matt damon is not tall He's, like not, he's not. He's not quarterback tall. Ten. It's also the fifties. Everybody's tiny. Maybe. Yeah, my smile. Um, I think so. Like I don't know, but maybe. I feel like they're planting the seed of like, oh, I'm not going to be quarterback anymore because you can't. Like we are like they are slow, slow rolling the Matt Damon's the villain here. Like you know what? Listen, listen. If you're if this is 1950 whatever. And your coach is like, well, you could be the quarterback or the halfback. Be the fucking halfback. All you do is run in 1955. Quarterbacks yeah. don't do anything yet. <laughs> like this is this is the time to shine as a white running back. Live it up. Yeah. Um, Matt Damon's face when they're in chapel, he's kind of has his mouth like partially open, like. <laughs> yeah. What? What is? What is? Oh. I couldn't really tell how, how, how he was feeling about it. He's like, the, he's like, what, what is this? Yeah. He's, I, I, he's me I when I go to mass now. Really? Yeah. You're, you're just kind of looking around like, what, what is he, going on? Why is everyone he, singing like this? He went to a baptism a while ago. I might've told this before, but they changed the rules of what you do as a Catholic. I didn't know that shit. So like I was doing 1993 Catholicism. I'm like, Oh no, no. Like we don't say peace be with you anymore. We say peace be with you. And also with your spirit. And I'm like, I was saying, and also what? with you. Yeah. No, they changed it on me. And I haven't been in church in 20 fucking years thinking I could just freeze my way through this shit. And I'm like, Oh no, I forgot all the important stuff and you changed all the stuff I do know. So that's why you, that's why you have to go to every class for the final or else you'll miss something <laughs> and, and you'll get screwed over and you won't do as well. It's important. I felt like his coach could have prepared yes. David Brandon Fraser for the fact that like, I was like chapel three times a week. Three times? That seems like too much. That's a lot. I mean, preparatory schools, though, like on the East Coast, that is like not unusual. No, but give them a heads up. Yeah, (laughs) just one. Like, I think it depends. The private school I worked at, it was Quaker, but we did like meetings for worship once a week. But I'm trying to think. My mom went to Catholic school, and it's like every Wednesday, and then they give you like a half day at the Catholic school that was like closest to where I grew up. So like three times just seemed like a hell of a lot of church. It's a lot. It's plenty. In my opinion. It's plenty. I mean, for somebody who doesn't really go to church, yes, it's yeah. (laughs) Obscene. For a heathen, yes. (laughs) Um, and then he hangs out more with his roommates when they get back after that. But but that speech by the headmaster. Oh my god. Um the honor, our honor code. Which (sighs) not a lot of honorable people. There are a couple. We find out there are a couple of honorable people, but the way that they honorable asterisk, the way that they they're just like it's more important than your own success. It's more important. Your honor is more important than this, and more important than that, than than your own advancement, and so on. And uh, I thought it was kind of a good message because it was like it is (laughs) the country needs elites that care more for their honor than that was incredible it was so wild personal growth but they're definitely like no we're the motherfuckers and we need to be better we are the elites listen in a 2020s context it's so weird to hear people like refer to themselves as the elite as like a matter of fact thing not like because you you know now 
we've so like demonized elitism and you know what it means to be the elite that people would shy away from that them like yeah so that's us like we are them and here's what is important about how elite we are like it's it we're it's just it's just who we are um yeah. i did want to ask are you guys uh familiar with the byu honor code anybody at all is there something special yeah something? It's no, some no, shit. Uh, no hanky panky, right? Like, yeah. Okay. The, the, so when I when I hear about honor code, my mind jumps to the BYU honor code because it comes up like way too often. Basically, um, I I did look it up because there's one story that I recall in particular, but I looked it up. Um, you can only really find information about honor code violations from athletes, so I wanted to touch on a couple of those. Uh, Dana, go ahead and make your face because I'm going to tell a quick story here. Oh, um, here we go. <laughs> so I, I made some. I'm some putting board. the timer on. Go yep. for it. Yeah, get get the uh, get the hourglass out. Um, 2003 player named CJ Ayu was kicked off the team for just being at a party where there was some group sex happening. Mm. Uh, he was, Wait, what? Yeah, he played football and then was tossed off the team for just being at that party. I thought you were going to say there was alcohol present. No, he was at a group sex party. He wasn't okay. at a group sex party. He was at a party where some group sex happened. He was at an That's, orgy. He went same thing. Movie. He was at an he orgy. Was, he was at a house party. I'm assuming was he was masks. wearing his toga. He was all greased up. He was just watching. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming he was at a party where like a threesome was in like an adjacent bedroom or whatever. That's probably the truth, but it's more fun. Yeah. to. It's yeah. BYU. They're not going to have like a full on eyes wide shut orgy. That's University of Utah shit. Uh, 2006, uh, Ray Hudson was kicked off the football team for having a child out of wedlock. He was a true freshman, so they punished him for getting a girl pregnant when he was in high school, which mm. seems oh. wild to me. Also, mm. in 2006, a player named Tico Pringle was kicked off the team for suspicion of sexual impropriety. Um, his side that's of the not a real person. That's from the Tico Pringle Peel sketch. Yeah, yeah that's Ingle Pringle. <laughs> Heir to the Pringles fortune. Uh, he says that an angry ex called the football team's head coach to say that they had had sex and the coach believed him over her. So that was the suspicion of having. That is so wild. Uh, 2007, a player named Ryan Kessman, uh, who was also Jewish. So here you go. Here, Brendan Fraser was suspended indefinitely for taking his girlfriend to Starbucks and drinking a vanilla cappuccino, therefore, thereby violating his curfew. Uh, five other freshmen were also suspended for going to said Starbucks. What? This is Are the you not allowed to drink coffee? Um, no, yeah. Well, you're not around. supposed to, no, but also yeah. I think it's more the curfew issue, but like, come yeah. on, it's in college. Like, I drink like a gallon of caffeine a day. Or by the bathtub full. But the thing is, like, it's not like Starbucks is open until 4 a.m. So the curfew must have been like 9 p.m. <laughs> like, it's not like Starbucks is open super crazy late. I don't know. It's they could have a 24-hour. I don't know. It's still Provo. It's, it's still okay. Utah. Uh, okay. 2009. This is the one oh, that okay. I was thinking of. Because 2009, right. Harvey Unga, who was the school's all-time leading rusher, <laughs> kicked off the team for having consensual premarital sex with his girlfriend, Kehlani Moyaki, who was also kicked off the basketball team. Um, he, he wound up playing for the Bears, uh, which is why I knew him. Play. For real. Like, Why I, would I think, you even go there? Like, that would be like, you're not only like giving me a full ride, like you're also paying me after. I mean, a ton like, of Polynesians <laughs> go. Like, they recruit heavily out of like American Samoa and like Hawaii and Tahiti. Yeah. So like, I'm thinking 
if you if you're a basketball like a football player, and BYU is probably going to be your only offer if you're from the islands. Uh, maybe yeah. nowadays, like Oregon, I think recruits a lot out there, and USC does now too. Uh, word to Stanley Havili and also uh, Tripolamalu played at USC as a Polynesian. Um, then the last one that I found, um, and this is an older article, so there are probably more of these, but 2011, uh, Brendan Davies, who was a basketball superstar at BYU, was kicked off the team the week before uh, March Madness for, again, having consensual premarital sex with his girlfriend. Yeah. There was one I was trying to find where who's a guy telling got, on them? Like, who's I being like, know. yo, I Fucking, know so-and-so laid I mean, with his, his girl, you know, like. Matt Damon it's walking the, it's around. The backup, yeah, it's a backup quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the guy's getting Oh, shit, yeah. There was one oh. I was trying to find from a couple How years ago. How do they prove ago. it, though? I'd be like, no, I, never they, they don't have to. They believe that one girl who's like, oh, we had sex. Like, well, I guess you must have, because who would lie about that? Um there was one I was trying to find where a guy a couple years ago got kicked out of school because he had a female friend from high school spend the night in his dorm. And she was like, Oh no, no. Like we didn't even have sex like at all. There was no contact. I just spent the night like on the futon and he was in his bed. Like, I don't care out of school. So Mm -hmm. their honor code is absurd. But you sign on to it. You You do. You know what you're getting into. You you can always not sign it. You got that right. Um, yeah. I mean, so, I don't know. To your point, like if it, if this is some people's only like chance, like you don't, yeah. you don't have a choice. In a lot of cases, right. like this this is my shot to go to Harvard. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Harvard. Um, so they're back hanging out at the dorm, listening to the record player because it's the fifties. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're just, they're singing, dancing, hanging out. Some comments are made. Not good. Not and good. you see David kind of react. He's like, wait a minute. Mm. Let me just swallow that. Let me swallow that. Okay. Okay. What was that ulcer? Okay. There was the ulcer. Um, but he holds back and he doesn't uh, do anything. He's like, this, this is my shot. I'm just going to be quiet and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. Um, football. Mm-hmm. Brian, what do you think about the football in the movie? It was weird. It was weird. Football. weird. Uh, is, I, I, is this a sports movie? No, it should have been. Mm. It's a sports movie for like two scenes that may be right. like 10 minutes total. I I wrote down, um, I forget, I think his number was like 42. Number 42. Always very weird to see a quarterback number 42. You cannot be a quarterback 42. One through 19, right? <laughs> yes. Well, nowadays, at the time, I mean, fuck, everything goes. I mean, Niall Kinnick won the Heisman for Iowa wearing number 24 playing every position. <laughs> So, like, yeah. you can do whatever you want back then. Um, um, his jacket from home, though, said 34. So that bothered yeah. me. Well, <laughs> that was his high school number. And that jacket was dope. I don't know how mm-hmm. nobody has, like, well, I guess it might not be, like, a hot enough movie in, like, urban culture. That would be, like, Mitchell and Ness could reissue that. I'd wear that jacket. That jacket was fucking hot. That was cool. It was cool. Um, it was very cool. Yeah. Um, you know, it, yeah. The football was very, it's, like I said, be a halfback. They run all the goddamn time. Like they only yeah. throw it now because he's there. Yeah, True. he's th- thrown in a bunch. And I just wrote because I didn't really. I'm not. I don't want to like call out the football, but I just want. I'm chalking this up to old timey football. Yes. I'm blaming this on the fact that this is what we did. I've never watched a game from the 50s. I don't know, but that's what I just assume. I've, I've seen a lot of footage from like this era of football. This is what it looked like. <laughs> it was like a lot of. I mean, I think that might have been a Bear Bryant quote talking about like football is three yards in a cloud of dust. 
this yeah. was basically it. Just try to matriculate the ball down the field. A lot of third and ones. <laughs> this yeah, was but I, boring football. Yeah. But, but the article that I was reading about it, it was like, they actually trained, I forget which school they, they trained somewhere like in the weight room to try to like beef up, which a did not work. Um, <laughs> B, skinny. Yeah. They're so skinny. Um, B they like, they actually went to football practice, but Brendan Fraser was just like, eh, I like <laughs> learned it enough. <laughs> I mean, cause like the, the football, number one, like Dana said, this is old timey football. It doesn't need to look realistic. Like it, football back then was a very different game. It wasn't that much fun to watch. Uh, seven to 10 was kind of like a standard final score for a game. Like it wasn't, this was the least entertaining football that we've seen in a movie so far. And also like really realistic for what it looked like back in the day. Yeah. Um, number 42. Um, I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah. You guys know who Sid Luckman was? Yeah. The greatest oh, yeah, quarterback Sid. in bears sure. history. Yeah. Oh, was 19, bears. <laughs> 1939 to 1950. He was number 42. 42. Cause you could be 42 back then. One of the most famous Jewish football players of all time. Yeah, probably also played but, like defensive end because it was the and, 1930s. And I was like, "What? Uh, there's another famous number 42. Who was that? Oh, yeah. About- <laughs> Jackie Robinson. Jackie? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "That's it's not really the same. I, I guess kind of. He's he's at a school it's, it's where – similar enough. It's, it's an, so I was like, which way did they go? And then I read an article where it's Dick Wolf was like, oh, yeah, just make him number 42. Sid Luckman. Sid Luckman. Yeah. Um. And his dad calls him and says, uh, you know, it's Rosh Hashanah on Saturday. I'm not yeah, sure if he expects him. Yeah, uh, he expected him to go and play football. I don't know if he expected him to not play in the game. I don't know. On Saturday? I, I don't know. I just know. didn't get that because I was like, what is his – his dad was like, don't tell anybody. But then he's like, also, you got to observe the high holy day. And I'm yeah, like, gotta... which is it, dad? Like, yeah. I, I don't I don't. High really Judaism tough. or yeah. – Flaunt it. it was just that You're was like a, a weird moment. They're gonna fake mustache right. and go to a temple. <laughs> you yeah, and what he wanted to do. Right. And but, he he didn't just find a, a random room somewhere to do his prayers. He goes into the chapel with all the lights hours. on where he could easily have been discovered. And he was Yamaka in the whole night. He's got a yeah. keeper on. Like he didn't even try to like hide that he was, you know, observing. And as soon as the headmaster came in, I'm like, what's he gonna say? Let's see. He's he's gonna say. Oh, he's he's gonna say something about you, you people. Oh, he's definitely gonna say something about that. Yeah. And he did. Um, yeah. But great great line from from there was was it worth breaking a tradition oh. to win a football game? And he comes back and rather snarky was like, "Your tradition or mine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The school doesn't let people like me in here, but I'm here. I mean, so for, we, for we, we all make our choices. He is giving his shit right back." Yeah. Yeah. He's just perfect. Everything he says, every comeback, it's like there's no stuttering. There's no nothing. It's just straight up. Right. He's perfect almost he's every really time. Good. Yeah. I understand it's a movie and every line's going to be, it's Aaron Sorkin style. Everything's mm-hmm. going to be perfect, but it, it was done really well. Um, Quick question though. Can you do other religions in another religion's building? Like, is that a thing? Is that okay? I don't think, I don't think um, God, I don't think God minds so long. I was going to say, in, I think in, in if it's heart, the same right? God. Yeah. Yeah. I think because... maybe, maybe you don't come in with some Confucianism in the chapel, okay. but like okay. if it's the same God, perhaps. 
Um, yeah. ex except for though, I would say I would throw out Turkey as an interesting um, example. The, bird, the, place. Mm -hmm. uh, the place because uh, not the bird. Yeah, there was there's just so much um, kind of unrest that actually like the mosques became chapels and like back and forth. So oh, that's true. Eh. Um, fun fact about Turkey, if you want to play on their national soccer team, you have to um, adopt a Muslim name. I don't know if you have to convert or not, but you have to have a Muslim name. And there was a guy um, probably 10, 15 years ago that played on a soccer team whose uh, name was Kazim Kazim. Because he's like, well, if I have to have a Hebrew, uh, a Muslim name, I'm going to get a badass Muslim name. So he was Kazim Kazim from like oh. Liverpool or whatever. <laughs> like they the sang the Frozen song too, right? Adele Nazim? Uh-huh. Adele Nazim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, John Travolta. That was fantastic. Um, then there's a, a scene where they're in the shower getting ready to go to a dance where it's, you know, girls on one side, boys on another. Uh, With an actual physical line down the middle yeah. of the floor. Exactly. And more stuff is said in the bathroom and David bites his tongue, doesn't say anything, uh, kind of hits uh, Dylan in the face with some uh, talcum powder. Yeah. Uh, that was about the extent of it without showing his cards or doing anything like that or getting too mad about it. Um, but he goes to the dance and he sees Sally for the first time. So I thought this would be a good moment to... He did ask, how would you know? Yes. Yeah. Like, well, of course. I mean, you see the, the horns and the tail was basically what he was getting at there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking awful. But right. uh, yeah, I think you're right. This is a good time for some love at first semester here. Right. Two relationships. Mm -hmm. Same young Are they? One and a, one they? And a quarter. <laughs> well, no, no, no. They, they, one's not real. One's <laughs> in one person's mind, while the other's very real for a period of time. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's talk about the fake one first. Um, Sally and Matt Damon, family friends, and he thought it was more than what it really was. And she's just like, no, no, but I can't say that to him. So uh, I guess not. It's they would dance together and do all that stuff, but uh, she just wasn't into it. Do we ever think that they made out or anything? Or did he just like decide this was his girlfriend and she has no say in the matter? Interesting. If, they, if they're making out and like necking and heavy petting, I don't like, you know, think he would think so. that. I don't. I don't. I didn't get that impression. No, I think it was just more of like, like if you think about Matt Damon's character, actually, like he is incredibly like likable and by the book. Yes. You know, like at the very beginning of this, until he turns crazy, but um, or until he kind of snaps, but like. So I could totally see him being like, oh, well, I'm taking her on dates. I'm like, you know, opening the car door. I'm like, you know, doing the things without actually the romantic relationship. But like, that's like checking the box for the 50s in terms of how a relationship can work, too. Yeah. He's very much the guy that her parents would have wanted her to be with, I'm sure. Like, he's right. from the right family. He goes to the right mm -hmm. school. He, he did seem like he was a very, like, mannerable young man, unless you're Jewish. Hmm. And so uh, Jewish, yeah, no, he would, um, they would, like, be in this sort of relationship that's not really a relationship for, like, three, four years, and then he would buy a ring oh and either that's get bad. embarrassed or she would say, I can't say no. Yeah. And then they'd be unhappy for 40 years. Oh, Jesus. It was it was not worse wrong. then. It was definitely worse then. Yeah, just... That's what you did. 
have seven so and Sally and uh, David, he's as smooth as silk Ooh. talking. Really nice. Good dancing, too, which yeah. Matt Damon says something terrible. Something about awful. Him on the, the dan- yeah. I'm not, not, not even going to go there. It just stuck in my head. I'm like, and the way that Sally just sits there like, yeah. Well, right? you know, they... Um, do, we, do we say it? <laughs> no. I'm not going to say I'm black and I'm not going to say it. We, um, I'm watching uh, Lovecraft Country right now, and I think it might be like a legitimate word for word re like it's the exact same line I think they use in that show. There's yeah. a character who, for reasons that I don't have any kind of the time or interest in getting into, a black character uh, is in the body of a white character in a scene <laughs> and still dancing like a black character. And I think it is literally word for word, like the exact same line, um, which I didn't, I, I'm assuming was like a deliberate callback, but. You, uh, you the, think Lovecraft Country is doing callbacks to school times? If it's a word for word thing, yeah. Like it, I think it's, it just it's was the exact said same line. often. I think it was God, said it's dark. Oh, you're probably right. Was yeah, a regular no. thing I won't say. say the whole thing, but they say, Matt Damon goes, that guy must be half use your imagination mm-hmm. he can really dance yeah i'm just like oh I yeah like that. i like that one Jesus. bit and this is at a time when like you know young white folks were still dancing pretty good the charleston was still a thing so like <laughs> you know like it wasn't like only black people could dance a lot of white folks could really get down with charleston so yeah this this was this was a oof very yeah. unfortunate the, the whole thing i i will say this is probably going to be the only time that I say this about this character. I did feel bad for Matt Damon's character in this scene. Cause like he thinks his buddy is just like keeping his girlfriend entertained while he's busy for a minute. And even when he walks up, okay. like they're doing the 1955 version of like grinding on each other. And even he's like, Hey, thanks pal. <laughs> like how dumb are do you not see this dude is seven inches taller than you. And your girlfriend is the hard eyes emoji. And you're like, it's all right, buddy. <laughs> You dumb son of a bitch. You lost. She's gone. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's sad. It's sad for him. Yeah. Um, and they go to the diner after that late. And late. I, I never thought that, that that would be allowed in in town off campus. Mm-hmm. Have some kind of deep conversation where she's like, you know, so much I don't know about you with Matt Damon's character. You know everything within seconds. And I was like, okay. It, it, is that because they talk about themselves so much or because there's so little to say or is it both the latter the latter well i also i also felt like in this scene sally really seemed to be like fetishizing david's youth poverty Um, okay we've Mm -hmm. seen we've seen this same kind of character often played by a black actor where it's like you know a guy who comes into a setting where he's the only one of his demographic and just like wows everyone by being his normal natural self. Um, and I, that was, you know, he's telling stories about like getting into a rumble cause he legit got into a rumble and the guys are all like, Oh shit, what's that like? And I feel <laughs> like it was the same thing with Sally where he's like, yeah, I grew up like broke as shit. And she was like sploosh. So I sort of kind of feel like, you know, yeah, we've seen this a lot with like black characters and it would have looked so much worse if she was like fawning over asking him what it was like growing up in the hood. But that's exactly what the fuck this was. Yeah. 
Um, it's just like the whole being other is just interesting. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. different. Right. She's, yeah. it, it's it's like a who are you? Yeah, like, <laughs> like I said, what are, you, what are you all about? My parents are probably gonna hate you. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> My boyfriend's back. And there's. Oh, a, I was just about to say that. Oh, you're a zombie. <laughs> you're I'm a zombie. It. You're I dead. Like it. Love it. And, and then corpse. there's and there's the after game dinner at the club with. Muffin, boofing, moving. Where where Brendan Fraser finally just breaks Matt Damon over his knee and says, Ooh. "You know what? Sorry, that's it. I win. What I didn't mean it to happen, friend. but I win." Yeah, that's shitty rough. friend. We um we talked at work uh, when I still went to work about the lyrics to Jesse's Girl and how fucked up that is. <laughs> this is the mm-hmm. same thing as that. Mm-hmm. Like, like there, I think. There were 500 girls at this dance, man. Pick any of the other ones. But it's, I think it's like double, it's like, there's a lot going on at this dinner. I know we haven't covered it yet, but, you know, David leads them to beating their arch nemesis. I don't know what it was called. St. Luke's. I don't know, St. Luke's. Okay. Um, They beat them in football. Matt Damon fumbled. All he did was lead a block. His brother was the youngest member inducted into the Hall of Fame. Like all these things, David's a hero, and then it's like, and I stole your girl. <laughs> Just your girl over here. Listen, I will say, as someone who has been the lead blocker on a touchdown that wins the fucking game, you're also the man. You just got to play yeah. it right. Like right. all you have to do is hang out with the guy that won the game and remind every single person your ass would have gotten tackled if not for me. He just didn't do it right. You can really big shot all over the guy that actually scored. The t- all, all you had to do was run. I'm sorry. I had to run full speed into another man and save your raggedy ass. Oh, man. Yeah. But, but that was like, that was kind of setting up the whole idea of Matt Damon's character in which oh, he's like kind of humble and like just think he's average. And, um, you know, he's just like, kind of bland if you will yeah um i'm just saying there is a i way think to you needed that in order yes but i think you needed that in order to like i don't know yeah I mean, if, if he's if he's just proud of himself in that moment for being like i was the guy who sprung the block to win the game then yeah. we don't have a reason for him to do exactly what he does after that he's over here like sad sacking over the fact that he didn't score the touchdown it's like well I mean, all right, but y'all won. It's a team sport. Like you did your job really hey, well. Can I make a horrible joke here? Do it. I thought of this as I was finishing up the movie today. <laughs> uh, we discover Matt Damon as the not so talented Mr. Ripley. Oh hey, my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my bad. We all he, waited around for that. <laughs> he he kills people in that movie. He kills them. <laughs> they okay. die. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's definitely fun. That was, that was very fun. I like this. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! I just want to talk about these these uh, classes. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, you just memorize things, right? <laughs> yeah, this is. I mean, class. was was that? I'm trying to remember back to high school. I, I feel like we did some in history class. We did like more substantive stuff. It wasn't yeah, just we had discussion. This happened this year. You had to be more thoughtful and put things together a little more. There's like. Uh, twelve fifteen. Runnymede, Nakata. That's what happened then. It's Anne of Cleves, Charles the First. All that stuff. That Hadrian's I, Wall, ten sixty six. Yeah, that. And if and if you and if you have a bad memory, if if you have just an average memory where you can't yeah. remember all that stuff and the way that you're just being pointed at, yeah, I can totally see why 
Uh, we'll definitely talk about Mac. I felt bad for Mac, but um, yeah, it's just that, that that brought back some some memories of I, I've had history classes like that where I have a pretty good memory, but I don't remember everything. Where if you get the year off by a couple, they go to the next person, you feel bad, and um, if it just doesn't uh, happen. But that Mister Cleary character, the one oh my god, so 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 the one who teaches the French. Um, yeah. As like a substitute French teacher, he was like, "Yeah, the regular guy is like taking one class off this year. I'm taking his job for this this particular period." And they had they had a French teacher going in like, "Oh, he's easy," and then he didn't show up that first day. Right. Um, What what was happening in that class? Was anybody else annoyed that it wasn't subtitled? subtitled. I had no idea. Like whole swaths of the story revolve around this French class. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on here. Megan, you're French. I did. Yeah, I did take French, um, but I'm going to admit that when I was watching this movie for this time around, I was also making stuff for my imperfect food box, so I wasn't paying as close of attention. But I remember the first time I was able to like capture a little bit of the story in my head. Yeah, I was he watching. basically doesn't. He he basically doesn't know how to say I can't, like, I can't speak French or I only speak a little bit or like. Yeah. And that's like the most basic thing. Oh my God. I'm, I'm watching it like, I don't know if this is good French or not. Might be. Sounds like when I speak fake French. <laughs> Even later in the film, though, like, he's standing up there reciting something, and like, Mr. Evadic, slash co, whatever that guy's name is, is like correcting him. But I'm like, what is he saying wrong? Like, I just, a subtitle no every now and again. Someone else no. just going, like, je, je me bleu. You know, like, <laughs> je me bleu. Yeah. No, the, the subtitles were. The, the subtitles were the French words, not a translation. It was, I, it was not helpful. I took uh, sign language in college where we did a lot of like stand up in front of the class and like do a thing. And if we ever, if we ever had like real trouble, our teachers were very helpful and they would like, I mean, you can't like pull somebody aside and sign to them secretly. The whole class sees what you're doing. But like, you know, they would, they would be like, all right, the, calm down take a step backward like start again from that past sentence okay. well, they wouldn't like get up and sign in your face and be like you okay. fucking suck you're trash it's, like, it's the um, 2000s this is the 50s right. we're learning yeah. fucking french damn it this is the this is the 50s in like new england and yeah like coming from i mean dana you could probably um commiserate too but like my mom grew up in the 50s 60s in upstate new york and there are like like rules, <laughs> like mm-hmm. just, just even like how you act and like, yes, you're, you're expected to memorize all these like crazy things. You have to like know this, you have to be perfect. Like there's just like a whole mystique around that um, time. Mm-hmm. We all it, yeah. And it's just, it's coming through actually. I think they did a good job. They did. For sure. It's like what a fucking horrible teacher. Like this is awful way to teach oh, no, your kids. They didn't want. They didn't want you to pass. No, no. not wanting to pass. No, they pro- No, it's it drives Mac crazy. He 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 starts out like he's like I have a stomach ache. I'm not gonna be able to do this. Of course he's gonna call on me first. What's gonna happen? Just put him at the front of the room and embarrass him for however long. <sighs> and he runs out of there. He can't take it anymore. They probably called it what nervous exhaustion back then. Yeah. Something. He, he 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 had anxiety and a bit of a. A bit of a nervous break there. If there's story um, in Mississippi, they say he caught the vapors. He caught the vapors. <laughs> oh, no, he had a case of the horribles. Case yeah, of the horribles. Um, but Max supposed to go to Princeton. He's going to be fifth generation. 
it's been yeah he just has to do well at school that's all that needs to happen Dylan's, guess what you're fifth generation you got in like yeah, chill Dil- you're fine yeah, Dylan, Dylan's supposed to go to Harvard I, I, there's still pressure there I, I I understand more than likely these guys are still going to get in but you're a legacy their, you're, you're getting in in their minds they're still like I could fail and that could be the end of my family's name and I could shame everything <laughs> I, I could Mulan. shame my entire family no that's I understand the pressure um and obviously with Mac, it uh, he did not look good on that gurney when they were taking him out. No. And 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 you saw David yelling at the at the teacher. I'm like, I'll how kill does you. Get, how, how does he not get suspended or detention or anything like that by threatening a teacher? Yeah, I'm coming so after on, you. Did anybody else think Mac was gonna kill himself? What did he do to himself? I'm very there was a bucket. He had like a like a psychotic break, I think. Uh. I, I don't a vomit, know. A vomit bucket, just in case he got too nervous and vomited. I don't know. When he, when they, when he was like walking around in the classroom talking to himself, maybe nailing his presentation. I don't really know because there was no. It subtitles. sounded good. The I'm accent like, was perfect. Right. Well, I'm like when they when they run in this room, they notice the lights on. They're gonna go in there. He's gonna be hanging from the rafters. Isn't yes. I thought the bucket was for him to like stand right. down and then kick uh, it over. And like, no, I'm yeah. just like laying on the ground, speaking French to myself, probably pretty well. Like that's. Like, mm, I was too tired to stand on the bucket, so I'm here on the ground instead. I like, did he poison himself? I just like didn't understand what actually yeah, pills. Happened. I thought something was gonna happen. I yeah. Swerve. No, no. He goes to the hospital and he's gone. Dylan says he's never not coming back. back. He's he's never coming back. But. Uh, the big question of the movie in the next scene, how did they get that car into the dorm? How and why? Oh. Yeah, as payback <laughs> to Mr. Cleary for yeah. almost killing Mac. I understand. It's like, an itty-bitty car. It's a tiny car, but it's those doors t- didn't... It's itty-bitty by like 50 standards. It's still like double size of Miata. That's not, yeah. that's not that small of a car. The jaunty prank music that was right. playing. We literally went from... Mac is getting wheeled out, never coming back. I think there was a heart to heart on the dock, and then yeah. it's just like a Like I I have gotten um like a nineteen fifties era pickup truck into the mall for like a, a display at my at the store that used to exist that doesn't anymore that my company had in the mall. Oh, sure. You had to come in through like a back cargo entrance. I don't know what you do to get a car into a like dorm building like that. Yeah. Were there like really the big front French doors? Like to be like with no bar in the middle though? Because the bar in the middle is what's gonna fuck you up. It, you it was one of those little like it was like one of those little wiener French cars that I'm sure like an five MG or six, roadster or something. Yeah, one those five guys could pick it up and maybe yeah. they were able to open the doors and just be real careful and then just turn it on in his room. They have to turn it side. How, how wide is the door to get into his room? It's it, the we, door into the room. That's right. the bigger question. Right. The we, building itself, there are ways. There's but probably to his ways. actual bedroom. We got real drunk in college once and picked up a Miata on the walk home. Yeah. Like we just saw one parked, like parallel parked on the street and there was like five of us and we yeah. were ham boned. I'm like, I bet we yeah. could pick one of them shits up and, we yeah. did it and then put it back down. I'm like, all right, we did that. I don't know. And that's like a light, that car is made of like plastic and shit. This is like a steel, like, this is like a, a serious car they're carrying and like turning on its side. And also, this is your big revenge. Yeah. I thought they were going to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> like, when I saw them with like flashlights and those creepy younger kids were like, evening, sir. 
I'm like, all right, so they're going to beat him with like, you know, some Valencia oranges in a sock because they don't leave bruises or something. Like, they're going to beat the shit out of this guy. Like, no, no, we're just going to like confuse him and inconvenience him a little bit, basically. <laughs> That's your big comeback, huh? Nice, a nice sock filled with Valencia oranges. Man, bruise. <laughs> don't leave bruise. Make yourself a nice glass of OJ. That's Fantastic. right. Um, yeah, that that just that that part just uh, I just didn't quite quite get it. But that's that's probably the proportional response when it comes to reacting to someone who could literally fuck up the rest of your life or the world. Sure. Um, yeah. That you live and they could kick you out, and then that's that's the end of your dreams, probably. Yeah. So he's like, man, we'll, we'll just put this in, and and no one and th- and they won't know who did it because no one will confess. He could still get really pissed at you and just be like, "All you who are in my French class are in trouble now." Like, you I know, know who did it, this? Yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't. It's a silly prank, but it's like if you're good. I don't know. Whatever. We don't have to spend that much time. Honor code, very... you guys. I'm gonna fail everyone unless one of you, you guys decide who did it, we'll get and then to you that. send them to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna uh, prank let's... him with this car, take that car, drive it off the dock. Yeah. Like, Steal the engine. The Do, Do something. something. Slash yeah. tires. Steal the I think, we can skip, I think we can skip 50s rich people tailgating that just didn't it just didn't it just Snooty. didn't translate to me yeah yeah country squire station wagons and wicker baskets and tea that's yeah. no I, I like drinking beer and doing all sorts of fun shit Big before tan, baby. um so during that post-game dinner we talked about sally and david kind of getting together mm-hmm. um dylan goes to the bar he's like can i have a drink and he's like, sure, of course you can, because you're, you know, 17. You are of course 12? you can. Yeah, go right on ahead. Um, and uh, I'm not sure if it was the guy from St. Luke's or if it was one of the alumni from uh, St. Matt's who says, uh, yeah, David's uh, Jewish. It was, yeah. I think it was the alumni from St. Matt's who, like, said to the headmaster. And you see Dylan's face just like, yeah. It was something Lights like, up. Well, like, we yeah. wouldn't have done that or something? Or- yeah, yes. like, in my day, wouldn't have let him in, no or matter how bad yeah. he wanted to win or something like that. He's like, this is this is perfect. I can get all my clout back. Everything that he yeah. took from me, that was mine. I can get it back. Because I know a lot of shitty people who also aren't aren't big fans of Jewish people who will just completely help me ruin this guy. This is and- eight seconds after he saw him macking on the girl that he thought he was into. And she was like, hey, I don't like you. I like yeah. six foot six inch chiseled Brendan Fraser over here, Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> look, right. look at you. And of course, when is the best possible time to reveal this information to your friends during a nude fight in the shower? Man, this, this was homoerotic AF. It was. You guys ever seen Eastern Promises before? I have not. I've heard um, of them. It was, it was a big deal when Viggo Mortensen was fighting in the nude with this guy for like five minutes. He's this <laughs> Russian mobster just like, bah! Bah, yeah, and they're cutting each other with knives and shit. And, I, and 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 with this, I was like, "Yep, these guys are nude, but no knives and fewer Russian mobsters." So and that's that whole it's a part little different. Where, where I think it might be um, Rip is like holding. Uh, he's holding Brendan Fraser back, like arms around his shoulders, as he's like basically yeah, like humping nude. his butt into you, trying yeah. to get off. Right. I was like, "How? How do we not?" You guys are you guys are totally this is totally cool with you, but like yeah. him, you know, reading the Torah is like, how dare you? Oh. <laughs> like he must have weird lines to draw for the fifties. Yeah. Damon tells this this big long joke that's oh, not funny. God. But everyone's just Damn. like <laughs> oh. They love it though. They fucking they love do. that joke. 
So like, but I feel like so the only thing I just didn't get at this moment was they've been making like horribly racist comments the whole entire time. And like, yeah. why all of a sudden does David snap this time? You know, like you don't really get a good read. Like he gets think, right out and he's accused. He's well, he is da- Matt Damon says, like you. You're a Jew. Yeah, he he sort of. So I think some, before, something to that effect. He he he's like, well, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Or something like that. But but before yeah. that, Matt Damon is telling this whole joke while like making direct eye contact with him. So it's not it's not just like oh I'm saying some bigoted shit. It's like I'm saying some bigoted shit in your face. Got it. So this is he's crossed the line now. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Just... I don't I don't know what that's like. I can't I can't stomach you saying the n word while looking at somebody else if I'm in the same room <laughs> and then like sure. looking at me we got to fight now. So I don't right. I don't draw the same line. But like, <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, Brendan Fraser did some some PR for this movie and he said. Uh, they ran out of hot water halfway through filming this. Oh, so God. They are fighting in cold water with smoke. What? Yeah. Why? Because they ran out. Of, they had to do it. They had to do it. And they, they ran out of hot water. So they're, they are fighting in cold water nude. <sighs> no. Just at that point, like, you know, like, let's scrap it. Let's move this to the dorm room. Like, you know, I'd be like, do I have to be? Let's fix it and come back tomorrow. Right. <laughs> um, this later. So... One of the big things Matt Damon was talking about during that scene was they all these guys considered the omission not saying right up front that you're Jewish. They consider that a lie. And they use that to kind of justify their animosity and their anger when they start to do really shitty stuff. What do you guys think about that? I don't no. see that. What you Because no one, when they introduce each other, when, when they're first like, well, I'll I'm your roommate, Chris O'Donnell. I'm a Methodist. It's why would you no. ever say that? No, I no, don't no. get it. It's stupid as shit. Um, unless you're omitting that, like your sex offender status while applying for a job at a daycare or something. Like, no, omission is not a lie. Um, I I was very surprised that he didn't bring up that, like, oh, coach told me to lie to you guys because he knows what you're like. Like that would have been too a good much out. honor for that. Like, I think oh, he would God. never be like, hey you know i did this because i had to you know like i think it's just Honor. more like he was fighting ragamuffins in an alley a week ago <laughs> like i i just you know no omission is not a lie in like every circumstance and of course he omitted it because look at how y'all act it wouldn't have, i mean mm-hmm. the, the swastika thing would have happened the morning he woke up after that first night if he didn't if he told you guys right away right it's like that gaslighting thing of like, well, I yeah. would have been okay with it, but you didn't even give me like a see what ha- everyone like, says that he, we, it's just like circular logic. And you're like, first thing Chris O'Donnell says, you could have told us it wouldn't have made a difference. Bullshit. It fucking Bullshit. would have. Yeah. It would have. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, now and you're treating me like shit. Well, it's because you didn't tell me, but like, you're still like, it, it just doesn't. Yeah, One of the dudes full on says like, you don't care that his people killed Jesus. <laughs> Like that that's would not the start. Have been okay. That was the greaser. That yeah. was oh the... okay. Yeah, you're right. That's that's. But again, I feel like that is a pretty prevalent attitude at the time. So like yeah. him telling would not have made this okay. Yeah. Fuck. And it's here. and it's everyone too. He goes to see Sally because he can't get her on the phone. It's Fuck like Sally. What's going on? And she says the exact same. Thing. Yeah. 
Yep. It's like my family's mortified. Grandma would turn over in her grave and he's like, you didn't say the one thing you should have. That's not right. Uh, I'm like, so everyone's taking this stance. Everybody. Yeah. That's, that's the way that you protect your own bigotry. You don't, you don't, you you don't have to face it. If you say, well, if you wouldn't have lied, I wouldn't have to act like this. Listen, man, I'm I'm watching the, uh, the murder trial of Derek Chauvin right now. Bigots will say whatever they need to, to like justify their bigotry. (laughs) Like, Yeah, they'll make up whatever they need to to make this okay. Like, no, Sally, you're as bad as everyone else. You also suck. Yeah. You're yeah. trash. And why uh, does she goes, suck so bad? Yeah. I think she because suck? she she comes she comes, like a, she comes like a shitty family. Like, I think every everyone that's around her uh, is this kind of a shitty person. Um, yeah. You know, you can only do so much to like escape your surroundings if your surroundings are this insular. Um, the banner in his room. Mm. Mm. This is this is 1955. This is 10 years post World War II. All the stuff that you knew at that point. Yeah. What the fuck? Some of those dudes probably had like at least cousins and potentially older brothers who fought in World War II. Maybe even yeah. I might have draft, but I was trying to remember why my notes <laughs> said "holy shit," and that was why. <laughs> So I was like, yeah. oh, the banner. The banner the that. Fact that every person in the dorm was on board with doing this and then playing like hallway hockey. Like, oh. let's just go about our day now. Like, whoa, man. Because they all knew it was in there. Because that's all the thing. Like, he's coming back with his laundry or whatever. And the second he walks in the door, they all stop doing what they're doing. It's like, oh, all you motherfuckers now. Yeah, everybody. Like, there's that sign there. And um, he, yeah, yeah. But he put, yeah, he puts up that sign and says, hey, Whoever put up the banner, just meet meet me here at just before lights out, and uh, we'll uh, talk about it. Come and get these hands. We'll talk about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> talk. Shit. Right. Well, let's talk. And that's where you get the the ultimate scene in, in this movie. The the one that play, played a big part in all the trailers that I saw. So I was like, he's just outside in the rain, and they all turn on their lights at the time that that that, that he's like, because they wanted to see if one if someone out would go out there and either confront him or they just wanted to see him out in the rain by himself and see what he would say and cowards i forget the context family guy did like a legit shot for shot remake of this with brian yeah with brian and i forget what the context is um but it's it's legitimately like a perfect shot for shot remake i think it was he was at college and he got kicked out for being a dog (laughs) and then it's like (laughs) no it's like no dogs. No dogs allowed. And he goes outside the cowards. I'm like, this is fantastic. Yeah. This yeah. is fantastic. I'll find the clip of that. I'll, I'll put that on our Facebook group because it's, <laughs> it it's, it's legitimately like a shot for shot. The same thing we did with, um, with uh, oh, the no one Mr. Nice Guy scene um, from Days to Confuse with the Paddling. Like they yeah. do a yeah. shot for shot of that too. Yeah, right. they do. Yeah. Right. A lot, a lot more terrible things are said. There's, there's stuff that happens at, at dinner when, because he's still working in the kitchen and so on. So of course they can give him a really hard time with all that. Mm, and uh, crap, piece of shit. And then it kind of goes back to just everyone studying for tests and all that, and um, get to the question of who cheated on the history test. Um, of course it was Dylan because he sucks. Of course. Um, Even Matt Damon's when yeah, I wrote we, my notes. We we know who did it. A couple other people do. I think Rip saw. Rip saw. And, uh, and uh, Green and David saw it. Uh, and but also, I, this teacher, you're, you're 
trying to get him to cheat, right? Because you're giving a, an exam that's 30% and of you the leave grade the room. and you leave the room that, the entire yes. time and then come oh. back at the end. He what reminds the them, code? you've signed yeah. the honor code. You've signed you got you. nothing without our honor. Harvey Brian, Brian. you've signed the honor code, Brian. You've signed it. That's all that matters. Um, they get done with the test and they leave. And of course, because everyone just likes to have a good time as they're leaving class, they kind of like bump into each other. Matt Damon drops his little crib sheet and why it all goes that, to hell. Why is that immediately in his pocket? Because it was in his hand, in his cupped mm-hmm. hand. Second yeah. you get up, you slide that in your pocket, you let go, and you move on with your deck. Or if you're real smart, you crumple it up. No, you fucking chew it. You, you take you it down it. and just yep. deal with the we deal with the digestive consequences. I think he had it. He like put it into his folder or whatever. And then when they bumped in, they why was it in your folder, man? Yeah. Ugh, there's so many ways this could have been avoided. Uh, yeah. Right. Terrible. Um. So they get back together as as a class, and the teacher's like, "You guys got to figure this out. You do, because I can't be in the room, obviously. Because that's the way the honor code works." <laughs> And we teachers here don't take responsibility for anything. It's on you guys. Um, so it becomes 12 Angry Men. You guys ever seen 12 Angry Men? Yes. Yeah. I know it's they go in there. You say 12 Angry Men. And there's a lot of terrible, terrible things said. Anthony Rapp, um, who I, 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 he's a great actor. Yeah. And with those glasses, you're like, I'm going to punch him in his fucking face with those glasses. <laughs> um, he starts off accusing Connors, but then goes on to Green because he's going to find another. But Connors pushes he, – he kind of pushes back at the Anthony Rapp character. And because he's he has a big mouth but you know can't back it up with right. anything, he, he, he's, as soon as he speaks and someone kind of lunges towards him, he backs off. Um, and, of course, secret ballots. Anyone can vote any way that they want. Um, and they say that uh, David – we think you're guilty. You have to confess. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was the line that uh, he says there? This is the way it's always been done. Yeah. I'm going to go to the headmaster. I'm going to follow the code and I'm going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Fuck Rip. Because Rip saw the whole thing. Rip knew hey. all along and didn't say shit. You're just as bad as the other ones. I don't care if you do go like at the last possible minute to go like, meet the headmaster ahead of time you're as bad as all the other ones man true um my notes were i said like i'm still mad after all these years i know it's gonna happen and I'm still <laughs> mad at i was like how dare you i also put in my notes i thought it was interesting they don't really get to plead their cases and i was like i wouldn't trust those motherfuckers i don't know what david was thinking no no, no ain't no way i'm believing they're gonna like do this you know in kind of equity no they're gonna fuck me over yeah. yeah, yeah. Rip still mad about it. He yeah, knew. He's a trash. He saw. He saw. He saw, he saw, and he remembers the night before. He was like, "Hey, man, are you sure your notes are correct?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm sure they're correct." Good night. Yeah. <laughs> you knew what he was doing. <laughs> like yeah. you were there when he actually made the cheat sheet. Yeah, I give him a tiny, a tiny bit of credit for coming forward, and um, I give him no credit. Ultimately, everything is made right. They kicked Dylan out of school. Um, and the headmaster, I'd like to forget this whole thing ever happened. And David says, no, sir, you're never going to forget this happened because I'm going to stay here. And every time you see me, you'll remember that it happened. You used me for football. I'll use you to get in the Harvard. 
That's a decent, that that's a decent diss. Capote's on David yeah. is Although, that was something. On the other hand, the headmaster could still go, eh, you're out anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, like, like power you know, over him right now. Like, can he just, yeah, Probably. use him to get into Hartford? I don't think so. Maybe he's overstepping. He Maybe he doesn't get, he, maybe he won't get in. I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. and the it was fu- just and weird. The, yeah. And then it, it all kind of resolves itself, except for all the people who voted that Green did it. They get to stay in school. Nothing happens to them. Only yep. Dylan gets kicked out. The rest just get to go on their merry way, live their lives, so on what and so the, forth. What a long year that David now has. Like at oh, first God, you're yeah. like, man, he's football season's over. He just has to suffer from everybody being like anti-Semitic assholes. And now he has to live with the fact that everybody voted him out. Oh, and you God. have a whole semester left. It's like it's yeah. snowing when this happens. <laughs> so you have yeah. a semester to go still. Awful. Right. I feel bad for him. But in that part of the country, it. in that part of the country, it could be legit snowing in like May. So. It could be. It could be. Yeah. April, maybe. Yeah. It's it's graduation in a week. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my One, god. And then he, yeah, it's, it's just him and uh, Dylan. The final thing. I'm still going to get into Harvard, and you'll still be a Jew. I'm like, oh Jesus. I wonder what he's going to say. Some, it's going to be something real clever, isn't it? He drives off. <laughs> and and uh, and and you'll still be a prick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, end of movie. Walk yeah. into the snow. Fantastic, yeah. guys. Um, this the was only a- thing with that though, just real quick, when he's like, "I'm still gonna get into Harvard." Then why the fuck did you cheat in the first place? Like it just at the end, he knows like it's gonna be fine. I, just, I think he wanted to get into Harvard with his parents, thinking like higher of him than he actually the is. right way. I yeah. Guess. So now he's gonna and get now into he'll Harvard. take it the wrong way. Yeah, now his dad's gonna do like like a, a fifty thousand dollar whatever Jerry donation. Yeah, it's like an episode like of that. The Simpsons where Mr. Burns is like, "Well, how do I get my son into Harvard?" And he's like, "What? International airport? I'm not made of airports. <laughs> so it's like, you can get in still, but like it's gonna cost you." Um, mm. One of the things that we like to do on this pod is kind of take a look at a bit of a minor character and see if this movie was the peak of their whole career or just kind of started big things for them. So it is time for an IMDb deep dive. Dave, who are we going to dive on this week? I'm so excited. Talk about, uh, are you? I'm okay. curious. I don't know. I'm excited. What kind of a person do you think I'm going to pick? Someone is going to be a real unfortunate <laughs> story in the back then. Um, oh, God, did they murder somebody? I, I, I picked Sally. Did she uh, kill Amy, someone in a DUI accident? Amy Locaine. Uh, I looked at her and she looks great, I will say. She's aged wonderfully. I, I picked, because she was the love interest of Brendan Fraser in two movies. This oh. one and one of my other favorites, Airheads. I wish they, they were in high school. Oh. We talk about that one. Yeah. With, uh, with she, she had the leather jacket and the yeah, I did not hair. recognize her. No I literally don't think I've ever seen her before, other than this. She's movie. also in Crybaby. Oh, Crybaby. Uh, Remember Stitch Face or Hatchet Face? Prefontaine, which was one of the two Steve Prefontaine movies that, yeah, the lesser of that the they two. made during the late 90s, which I called the Prefontaine era of movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. Okay, I may what take back the, that she aged beautifully. The Uh-oh. picture she has on IMDb is very good. Oh, I've boy. now Googled her. Okay. Sure, she did a couple episodes of Melrose Place. Um, the rest of these, Spencer, never heard of that one. Special oh. Treat, Hot House, End of Summer, show called Ebenezer. 
<laughs> oh, she did a she did an episode of Touched by an Angel in 1999. Oh, my mom loved that show. Bram Stoker's The Legend of the Mummy. Mm. Mm. And there was a movie a movie called Bong Water. I'm not familiar now. No. Yeah. Well, of course, if I picked her, something bad must have oh, happened. Here it comes. Oh no! There was yeah. a gap in her IMDb that I refused to look up. So oh, oh, no. A chainsaw wielding rampage, huh? <laughs> June twenty seventh, two thousand ten, about nine o'clock in the evening in New Jersey. Uh, she was driving through a neighborhood, fifty three and a thirty five, and crashed into someone pulling into their driveway at low speed. Um, There's a man and his wife. The wife died. Come um, on. I said that. And that was. Oh, my God. You were, oh, you were, you were exactly, you were exactly right. Oh, I, I didn't want to say anything. No. You, were, you got it right on the head. And they, uh, the following the crash, she uh, had her blood alcohol level tested. It was 0.23. Come on. I'm Over the limit. Kidding, Dave. Three, nearly three times the limit. And uh, she was convicted, originally sentenced to three years in prison. Um, and people were pretty pissed because three years for killing somebody that was pretty low. Uh, but she had two kids at the time, two young kids. So they were like, we'll use that as mitigation. Weird though. She gets released after serving her time. There's an appeal. She gets resentenced to oh, eight years in prison. and has to go back. I mean, that's she's still, still in jail. That's a lot worse than Matthew Broderick got when he killed somebody in a car accident. True. True. She's still in jail. Yeah. Because uh, you have to serve at least uh, of an eight-year sentence that they, 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 they said six years worth, so I think two-thirds, mm-hmm. a little more than two. And uh, yeah, of course I had to wow. talk about her because I'm, I'm God, a bad person. Dave. Jesus, yeah, Christ. sorry. Wow. I just well, no, no, because the, well. the, the, the case kept being appealed, overturned, reappealed, overturned, and then eventually they said, "Yeah, you got to go back to jail for like five more years. <laughs> you got to go." And she and she's like, "Excuse me, I, I did my time." So, <laughs> so that part, time. that part was kind of shitty. But she 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 she, she did a bad bad thing. She murdered so, somebody a bad well, yeah. or homicide, I guess. Wow. Okay. Well, um, that brings us to the end of our podcast, and just like the end of the school year, that means some 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 superlatives. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Uh, <laughs> it was difficult this week because basically all of the non-David characters are pretty interchangeable, but uh, here we go. Uh, Mac is most likely to break out into a cold sweat during a Gerard Depardieu film. Wait, which one is him? No, well, I'm just kidding. Had the break- <laughs> the I'm kidding, because you okay. said they were all the same, yes. Yeah. You know, Johnny? The only. Uh, Chesty is most likely to mumble, there goes the neighborhood. When a black family moves in down the block. Oh boy. Jack is most likely to say the Irish were discriminated against too, you know. Who's Jack? Uh Jack Con- <laughs> with the red hair. Jack Connors. Oh, Jack. Cole Hauser. <laughs> yeah, the Irish. I have no idea. Guy. Can you just Cole use Hauser. the real names? I did no, not know that they had names in this notes. movie. Uh, that Rip. accent on Cole Hauser. You want me to believe this is a wasp? Well, Get out of here. I'm not Cole saying Hauser he's a wasp. I'm just yeah. Uh, Rip is most likely to pat himself on the back after almost saying something when his friend tells a racist joke. It's Rip. <gasps> very proud of himself for almost saying something. I thought it's really hard. Chris is most likely... He yeah. could be like, I died. That was wrong. I was going to him, what for? You get a uh, freaking power. <laughs> Chris is most likely to say, look, I don't care how you choose to live your life. I just don't want it shoved in my face. 
Yes. Yeah. Charlie sounds right. is most likely to become a Supreme Court justice and use his position to make the lives of minorities noticeably worse for 50 years. Um, that was um, Matt Damon. We call him Dylan because he used last names, but his, his first name was Charlie. Sally is most likely to burst a blood vessel trying to look normal when her daughter brings home her new boyfriend, Jamal. And David <laughs> is most likely to punch a Nazi. He's punching Nazis. He's been doing it all film already. Yeah, right. Uh, Big Sis, this next pick is yours. What are we going to watch next? Oh, I know you like this game, so I'm going to do it again. Pick a number between one and three. Uh, I picked three last time. I'm going to say one this time. Are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well then it's um, center stage. Oh, I'm looking forward to this because it's your pick. I know. So, So, do you want to know the other two, or I do? This is not a Megan. It's not a Dana game. I want to know the other. Well, this this was on my list as well. Okay. 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 So number two would have been Coach Carter. I'm happy I didn't pick that. Two serious. (laughs) I mean. I know. And then the third one was Virgin Suicide. So that oh, would have been even Oh, my God. I nailed it. I got it. I think you won. I think you did a good job. Won. Yeah, center stage. But, there, I, but there, there's no marijuana in this. So anyone who is excited about celebrating 420 with us will just yeah. have to do it some okay. other ways. You can still, you can get, still high get high and dance. You can get high and dance. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. true. I used to do the hell out of that in my youth. Um, mm-hmm. Guys, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, uh, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RecappingGownPod. That is R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. And join our Facebook group, the Recapping Gown Fan Club. Um, we'll keep the discussion going all week in there. There's a couple of videos I'm probably going to try to track down and link to. Uh, if you guys have any memories of this movie or anything um, to say about what we talked about this week, we'd love to hear it in there. But if you didn't like what you heard, I only have one word to describe you. Kawa! <laughs> Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week. <laughs>